Achievement Hunting 101. Achievement Hunting 101. Achievement Hunting 101. We help you get achievements. Chivo Power. Hello, and welcome to the Achievement Hunting 101 podcast. I'm your host, Kenny, and thank you for listening. Before we get started tonight, I want to introduce... First, we have Ryan, the magnificent Oranger, the Mighty Mango. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing all right. Next, we have the man that makes friends everywhere he goes. L, otherwise known as Big L. How's it going, bud? Hey, how are you? I'm pretty good. And lastly, the Max Ether of the group, because he will get your PP up. Corey, a.k.a. Rocker Dude. How you doing, buddy? Hello. First thing we want to do tonight is we want to give out the shout-outs. Those of us who have passed significant milestones for the week. Proclamation point. First up, we have Kronos. Guess what, guys? He unlocked over 9,000 achievements. It's over 9,000! Next up, we have Toad-style Venom. He's now in the top... Stan. In the top 2,000 TA score for Xbox One games. Ew! Damn. Chin Doctor is in the top 500 for gamer score on TA. Nice. Ew! And our very own Boo Boo Cuddly Poof crossed 100,000 gamer score finally. No way! What achievement did you pop to get that one? I use a very appropriate achievement. From F1 2014, I got I used the It's About Time achievement. All right. Very appropriate. Well done. Well Seems done. Seems smart. I'll get the, get the rest of the gamer score later, whenever I feel like it. <laughs> Next 10 years or so. Not happening. <laughs> All right. Congratulations, everyone, on those milestones. Now we're going to move on to some community emails. First question that we have is, would you play a game in a genre you dislike if it were for easy and fast enough to complete? What do you think, Al? I believe most of us would, depending on which game it is, of course. Um, the ones that come to mind are, of course, NBA 2K17 Prelude. Now, I actually do like sports games, but I don't really play them as they take up a lot of your time and you if you're a Madden player, you probably just play a lot of Madden. If you're an NHL player, you play a lot of NHL. But I like to play a lot of different games. So, fortunately, I don't play a lot of sports games nowadays. But that game, you could do pretty quickly. NBA 2K17, the prelude. And I also don't really play racing games. But I played the Fast and the Furious Forza Horizon title. And I did enjoy it, actually. So, those are my two choices. That actually echoes kind of like mine the only two genres i dislike are sports and racing as well and i usually don't play them get play those games especially because i just kind of tend to play the games i like and go for the gamer score that i like in games that i that i want to play try not try to avoid games that are just nothing but headaches what do you think Corey? you play games that you don't like well, we are real different people because I don't dislike any certain genre, but I don't typically play sports games except Rocket League, uh, mostly because they're boring to me. Um, that said, I did play the aforementioned NBA 2K17, The Prelude, for the quick points, uh, as well as those early 
2006 titles. You remember those? Five achievements, yeah, thousand five achievements. points. Yes, played good those two. times. So yeah, I'll play them um, if they're quick enough. But and I think I know the answer, but Mister Eight Hundred Thousand Gamer Score. But what do you say, Ryan? Well, I, you know, I was rereading the question. I was thinking the game that I didn't like. I play, and I mean, are we at the point where we can consider ACA games a genre? Because there's so many of them. I mean, I hate most of them, and I still play them. Uh, Second. But I was actually thinking one that most people probably really don't enjoy playing because you can't understand anything you're doing, and you just play off of a guide, is the Japanese visual novels. I mean, that's a terrible genre. I mean, they're you're following a guide pushing buttons or holding Konnichiwa. a button. So Maybe it's terrible if you don't speak Japanese. Yeah, I mean, if you speak Japanese, they must be amazing because they seem to sell really well over there. Those are the games that seem to sell. So <laughs> maybe it's the the hentai ish of them. I I don't know, but um, no, I, I would say I mean, if we consider ACA games a genre or the those visual novels, those would be two that I definitely dislike. But I can tell you right now, I play them. I play a lot of them. <laughs> Easy points. That's what matters. North. Ugh. I'll just say north again. Oof. Oh, and north. <laughs> All right. That, the genre is sucks. That's what the genre is called. Yeah, really. And our second question that we have is, what games requires an excessive number of play playthroughs before you complete it? You got one, uh, Mango? Well, I, I mean, I, I was trying to think of one that I couldn't think of. Like excessive amount of game playthroughs. I know there's a lot of games that have multiple playthroughs, but I tend to avoid them because I don't like doing the same thing twice, even though I play stacks. But we were discussing it earlier, and I think the Lego games, those are kind of annoying and too many excessive playthroughs on levels where you have to you play through the story mode and then you have to go back and play through again and then you have to go back and play through more. That that's kinda of irritating. Yeah, I can see that. Corey? Yeah, same Z's. Lego games have too many playthroughs, even though it's only two playthroughs. It's way too. It takes too long to get through it all again. So, Lego games is my answer there. You played any guys too many playthroughs, L? A couple come to mind for me. I recently played through Virginia, and it was a nice little game. It's about two or three hours um there's actually an achievement to beat the game twice now normally that's not so bad but the game has no branching paths and no real choices to make so there's really no reason to play through twice now i guess there is one reason if you wanted to play the first playthrough without using a guide and then you could play the second playthrough using a guide there would actually be uh, a reason to play through twice there's another reason do you know what it is what? To get an achievement. Yes. Well, my point is that the achievement shouldn't have been there to begin with. That's my point. <laughs> Touche. Touche. But uh, Virginia, I do recommend. It has really great music. And there's a very interesting game. And you know, a lot of people really touted that game as being special and amazing. And I really didn't see that. But I'm glad that you enjoyed it. You are the only one that I've heard that didn't like it. Everyone that plays it seems to like it. Except you. Well, then there's something wrong with me. <laughs> I'll say I've played it, stopped, and haven't gone back to it. So it obviously hasn't grasped me. You're not alone. Fair enough. 
Oh, yes, I have another one also. Um, Guitar Hero 3. Yes. And, uh, and the reason is because it had four different difficulties. Easy, medium, hard, and expert. And if you were a really good player, you actually had to play on easy and medium and endure playing on the very easy modes to unlock those achievements. When Rock Band came out, uh, you could stack those achievements. So in other words, if you played on hard and beat that campaign, the easy and medium achievements would lock as well. That seemed to be a problem in the older games, but that one I remember specifically. I believe with Guitar Hero 2 it's like that also. It's been so long though, can't remember. Yeah, I'm pretty sure 2 is like that. I don't have the same musical prowess as some of you guys, but I think Guitar Hero 3 was the best Guitar Hero. In terms of the song choices? Song choices, gameplay, just everything. The guitar was great that I remember. I'm always partial to harmonics over Activision. I'm saying so. just Guitar Hero in general. Yes, Guitar Hero 2 was done by harmonics before they uh, went on to make Rock Band. And then they were taken over by Activision. And they put out like three games a year and it got watered down. And then the genre died. Well, I learned something today. Mm-hmm. The more you know. And the playthrough I heard again that I say that takes way too many playthroughs is is Halo the Master Chief Collection. Whereas I love Halo, and I don't necessarily mind doing it, but you do have to complete like every single campaign like six or seven times. It takes so long to do that game. Can confirm. Yes, can confirm as we've been doing that for a very long time. And we will continue to do it for many months before it's finished. And for our third third and final question, what all did we get on the Ultimate Game Sale? Corey, did you pick up anything? Nada. Nothing. Ooh. You anti-gamer, you. Yeah, that's it. No, nah, nothing, uh, nothing that sprung in front of my face that says buy me um there was maybe one or two but uh i just actually let them slip by by accident (laughs) by accident i'll catch them next time (laughs) what'd you get l l are you asking me now i don't buy games i inherit games well we don't actually oh yeah i I actually bought a couple of them myself Uh, one of them was lego star wars uh, the Force Awakens. My son really wanted that game. And as a matter of fact, w- uh, the last time we went to Toys R Us before it closed down, we actually bought a Lego Force Awakens strategy guide for the game without nice. without having the game. It was like 2 or $3. So we're going to go through like the 90s and play with the strategy guide in front of us. <laughs> I, I loved so, strategy guides as a kid. Yes. Yeah. And... I had a feeling Little Nightmares was going to be the Z to Z game of the month, so we went ahead and picked up Little Nightmares Deluxe for a whopping $12. So that was a good one. I also got Life is Strange for the 360 because I only had it for the one. It was $3.39 for the whole game. <laughs> That's a bargain. Yeah. And it's a thousand gamer score, which a lot of those uh, 360 arcade titles were not 
like the Walking Dead's were I think four hundred points. So, and also Life is Strange is a game you could play with different, um, play differently twice. So it's good. It's a perfect stack. And before it got delisted, uh, we picked up Marvel Ultimate Alliance Collection. I don't know if that was technically part of the Ultimate Game Sale, but that was the other thing we picked up. It was on sale, so I would assume it would probably be considered as such. We'll count it. It's not anymore. Not, not anymore. even full price. <laughs> it's no price. Did you grab anything, Ryan? Yeah, I picked up uh, Little Nightmares because of the uh, Game of the Month uh, comments were made. and Other people had said the game is pretty well done. I picked up Western Press, which is a, call it a button memorization game with 8-bit style graphics where you have to duel with another cowboy. Um, picked that up for two bucks. It's actually pretty fun, although I'm really, really bad at the final boss. I've tried every method people have mentioned to do it, and I can't do it. And then I picked up Unbox, which is not to be confused with What the Box. Uh, Unbox is almost like a Mario 64 clone where you are a box and you bounce around. It's actually <laughs> it's, it's actually fairly fun. So Really? Yeah, it's a good game. It normally retails for uh, 29.95 and I think it with the sale was only $12. Oh wow. So it was kind of like remember in Mario Super Mario Brothers 3 when you're in the shoe and you kind of like jump around a little, yeah, a little bit. I would say, I would say, it. I mean, it has the 3D style graphics, and you bounce around. There are collectibles that you have to do, and the game gives you hints as to what collectibles you're missing. It'll show you a picture of what collect, like where the collectible is, and the best way to actually figure it out is to take a picture of that picture because it only shows it to you once. So use your phone, take a picture of it, so then you can match up where mm. the location is of that item. Was that on a good sale? Well, yeah, it was twelve bucks instead of twenty nine ninety five. So yeah, it's a really good sale. There you go. Did you get anything, Foof? I bought three games, but technically got five. I also got Little Nightmares for the same reason as you guys. And then I also picked up uh, the Arkham Collection, which is basically you know Ar- Batman Arkham City and Arkham Asylum. And then the other game I got is a. Uh, biohazard collection which is prototype one and two really enjoyed uh, both prototypes back a few years ago whenever it was that they came out i'm like yeah i want to play them again because why not interesting i didn't know that was called the biohazard collection you know uh, biohazard is resident evil in japan yeah i was kind of curious as why they called it that as well i picked it up probably about a year ago when it was on sale 10 bucks two games i figured sure yeah and both pretty good games. Prototype games are pretty good. Yeah. All right. Yay sales. Yippee sales. All right. So, well, we're going to start. Nah. Can't speak. All right. So, for this week, we're going to do something a little bit differently. We're going to talk about what we've been playing this past month. We're going to check out our, our uh, summaries of how many TA we've scored and how many gamer score we got and whatnot. Ryan, since you've gone to Achievement Fest and you've got a ton of unlocks, why don't you go first? All right. I won't recap every single game I played because I played <laughs> 70 different games this month. Um, I started 50 of them, most of them being at Achievement Fest. Uh, I completed 16. 
and it was actually my best month ever for gamer score and completion. So I had uh, thirty one thousand thirty eight for gamer score, and the only reason why it's odd is because I had to pop an odd achievement for G task for the bonus. Uh, I got that for driving backwards in Autobahn Polizei on the Xbox 360 for an eight-point achievement. So, yeah, I scored about a third of a foo-foo. Uh, I played a lot of ACA games. Uh, I, at Achievement Fest, I actually sat down on another person's Xbox and played pretty much played every ACA game he had, which was he had about 20 of them or so that I hadn't played and basically got all the points I could get in about 30 minutes, quit, move on to the next one. Quit, move on to the next one. I did that on Sunday morning <laughs> when I was there. So, uh, But yeah, it, it was a good month. Uh, I have people telling me I should start more games so I can get up to 3,000 games played, which would be very easy for me to do, but it's just a matter of taking the time to do it. Uh, I won't catch Matt because I just don't have the time or money to do that. But no, it was a very good month. This month will be a little bit more realistic. Probably only going to get... You know, 12, 12 to fifteen thousand gamer score as opposed to the the thirty. So, tell us about Matt. Matt Matt DB. Matt DB. Matt DB, who's over four thousand games played. Yeah, he starts a new one every day. Correct? Every day, yeah. He at least tries to get one every single day. I don't think he's doing that uh, new game achievement deal that that contest people were doing. I don't think he's part of those guys. So, I enjoy him. I enjoy him on his feed. He'll play like two minutes and then give a review of the game. Yeah, yeah, and then he also he also sell. I mean, he plays the games and sells them almost instantly unless they're digital. So that's insane. So that was my month. Like I said, I don't want to go into all the games, but uh, I can, what what highlight ones I can say uh, the uh, and this is actually because of L that I tried it was Uh-oh. the ACA Blues Journey. I figured if L could beat it, I could beat it. <laughs> <laughs> so. So I played through it, and the game actually isn't that bad. It's actually a pretty good game. It's not a typical ACA game where it has the more realistic-styled graphics. It's very cartoony, uh, but I enjoyed it. Played it twice. I did it on uh, the one, and then I uh, somebody somebody downloaded it on their uh, Windows 10 tablet or machine, so I played it that too and got it that way. So it was a good game. Yeah, it's a platformer. It's unlike all the fighting and shooting games on the OGO, so it's yeah. a nice change of pace there. A little too. bit of change of pace. So that's what that was my month. How many achievements you lock? What was that? How many achievements did I get? About five hundred and fifty, I think. Oh wow. Yeah. Rocker, let's hear about your your summer. What'd you do? Not to brag, but I had my best month in gamer score Ooh. as well. Just over eleven thousand, guys. Big dogging it over here. So yeah, eleven thousand uh, gamer score, uh, two hundred achievements, give or take. I uh, actually started and completed six games, and I finished three other ones. So that's a nine completions this month, which is pretty big since uh, my goal for the year was to hit fifty completions, which I did uh, with dear Esther, dear old Esther. Had to finish up the commentary run. Oh on yes. That. Um, <laughs> But, uh, commentary so run. <laughs> it was okay, but I've played better. Anyways, uh, the throughout all the games I played, there was a lot of new starts on there with indies and uh, a lot of games that we talked about on previous shows that I played for the first time this month, which helps in the easy gamer score. Thank you, sometimes you. Uh, but probably my favorite, well, I'll go two favorites. Um, I played Riddled Corpses EX, or X, 
Great uh, game. I, it's very fun. I kept wanting to go back to it. And listener of the show, Chin Doctor, streamed it one day and maybe even two days or a day and a half. And I watched it for hours and hours on end. Like That's just a good game to watch and to play. Um, I need to go back and grind that out some more. But, yeah, that's a great game. Um, the other game that I had just as much fun and can't stop playing either is Castaway Paradise, which we shall talk about later. I'm super interested in that game. Yeah. Uh, oh, and just one other tidbit. I completed my first ever ACA Neo Geo, Geo title this month. Woo! One of us. Yeah, what what of is us. that? The Path? Yeah. Path of the Warrior something something fighting. I don't know. Um, finally beat a game. Usually I see if Elroy's beat it and then say I can do it. But that boy has some chops. So I can't always keep up with him and his Neo Geo elite status. Congratulations, brother. Yeah. So, what about you, Elliot? <laughs> <laughs> Elliot? Who's that? Big Elliot? Is that better? Big Eli. <laughs> um, well, I did pretty well in June and July. Got about 13,000 gamer scores each of those months. Mostly due in part to G-Task. Now that I'm out of G-Task... I plan on playing some games, or I'm not going to use the F word, but cleaning up some games that I had started during G-Task, and also, of course, playing games that I actually want to play now. Don't have to play any ACA games. But they're fun. (laughs) Right. You said the F word. Tommy, (laughs) edit this out. (laughs) In July, I started 24 games and completed 12 Wow, 283 achievements. You should have gone the other way. Sounds so bad next to Mango. Um, One game I played a lot of, well, one day of, (laughs) I had community member Carnage over, Mango's good buddy, and we played four-player Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time. Now, we picked a game that achievements will pop for everyone playing. So it's actually pretty hard to find games that do that. So Michelle was over, and Michelle's brother was over, and we played four-player, Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time, and there's a recent addition to the game. You can play it on easy mode, and achievements pop, no problem. Oh, there's an easy um, mode on it now? Yeah, when the game first came out, you just had normal, and you had to play, at, and they added two-player mode, and then eventually four-player mode. So if you can get some local people to help you, it's a, a clean game, so kids can play, and... I popped like 1,300 TA in one sitting, so it, it was pretty good for me. That was a Games with Gold title, so it's a little inflated. Yeah. yeah. Good to know about the easy mode, though. Yeah, it's a very good couch co-op game. What did you play, Foof? Well, save the uh, least for last. I got a whopping 1,880 gamer score. Doesn't help that there was an entire yeah, week I wasn't able, I wasn't able to play any games, but had a decent ratio, one point six two. And like we said before, this was a month that got the hundred thousand in. Most of it came from Jurassic World Evolution. Love that game. Tommy actually bought that for me, so thank you, Tommy, for that one. 
unlocked a bunch of stuff in that. And nothing else really too special. Some Gems of War started the Zasmo arcade pack uh, from Dun. Don, Donley time, Donley time, whatever it is. Donley, Donley time. Donley time. Foundation. Foundation. Fun game. If you enjoy the arcade games in Boss 101, you'll like you'll like the Zasmo arcade pack. Yeah. Do you want to know what I think of that game? Oh boy, what was that? What do you think of that game? <laughs> oh, it can't it's be that bad. Great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did see that game was doing the thing where it was adding achievements and gamer score, or no, adding achievements at random, where people had like 101 achievements out of however many in that game. Yeah, there was some weird glitch where you had to get the achievements without uh, killing the, the game or turning off your Xbox, otherwise your tracker would go down, something like that. Um, they've addressed it that they're, they're fixing it, so uh, it pays to wait sometimes. Not that it was a hard completion. Several people in the community already did it, but uh, it'll be a little easier for whoever hasn't done it. Didn't they have like eighteen eighty five out of a thousand gamer score or something? Yeah, like yeah, I, I think, think so. Yeah, yeah, I think Chen had one hundred eighty five percent done in it. Yes, like you can that. see that in our Discord. But yeah, I my month was nothing special. <laughs> Started three games, played eleven. Compared to you guys, that's you hit, you hit that milestone special. there, buddy. That's special. Yeah, we love you, Kenny. Oh, this would be better. All right, and with that, Corey, why don't you tell us about the game that you've been playing that you're so hyped to tell us about? Yeah, so it was the other game that I mentioned earlier. It's called Castaway Paradise. So this is a game. It just came out at the end of July, and. It's essentially Animal Crossing, if you've ever played that. Um, it's a very simplistic game. You know, you do chores. You you do chores and errands for friends, and you garden, and you clean up. I mean, who doesn't want to do that, right? Um, you do all this on a little island or sets of islands that you eventually unlock that these little animals live on that you befriend and uh it's just a very chill game i watch streams while playing it i watch netflix while playing it because you're doing these i'm not going to say mundane because that sounds bad but you're doing these tasks over and over that yeah you just have it on in the background perfect game to to just sit to and and get stuff done while getting other stuff done um so the game's fun, but it also has achievements. And for some, it breaks the cardinal rule of achievement hunters because I believe every single achievement, which there's 40 of them, has a quote-unquote odd value, meaning not ending in a 5 or a 0. Uh, fortunately, most of them come pretty quickly. Um I've been playing the game according to TA and Xbox for just over six hours. It sure feels like I've played more. I could have sworn I did, but I don't, I don't trust the tracker anyway for time. So let's just call it eight or nine hours. And I have hit 872 gamer score uh, for the game. And yeah, it's not bad. And I have 28 of the 40 unlocked. So 
I'm closing in on the last fourth of the game. When I log in tonight, I should pop at least two more. And I'm just going to – this will be a daily game for me for the rest for the little, the rest of the little while uh, just because I've done the majority of stuff in it. Uh, the achievements, I kind of broke them up into four categories. And this is all in a written review, obviously not as fleshed out as this discussion uh, on our blog and you can get to that blog via the Discord. The Discord has all the links. So come join and see them. But back to achievements. So you have achievements for doing the tutorial and building things. So I should really say repairing. There's buildings all over the island that the people live in, but it got blown away in a storm and you need to rebuild them. And there's an achievement for each one of those. That's about a fourth of the list right there. There's another fourth of the list that is pertaining to collecting slash performing a certain action. And none of them are crazy grindy, except for, I wouldn't even call this one grindy, but you have to complete 100 quests. Quests can be as simple as somebody wanting three fish. But if you already have three fish in your inventory, quest is done. Uh, but some can be more complicated, like planting and collecting a certain crop. And this one character wanted a crop that took one day and 15 hours to grow. So that's real time. Uh, so that one was a little bit annoying, but those have been few and far between. There is another set of achievements that go toward donations. So there's museums on the island and similar to Animal Crossing from what I've played, uh, you donate, you collect things and you donate them to the museum. So on this game, you can catch bugs, includes butterflies. You can fish. You can collect seashells. <laughs> it's Animal Crossing. Uh, it's Animal that Crossing. It really is <laughs> Animal Crossing. Holy cow. It's perfect too because it has achievements. Uh, I think that's it. There's another museum, but it has no achievements related to it, and that's for badges. And you get these badges via daily tasks that the the characters give you, uh, or that the game gives you. And uh, let's see, there are that that's mainly how I separated the achievements. And then there's miscellaneous achievements uh, that you know are growing all the fruits using the equipment. Uh, profiting from they have a stock market is that an animal crossing i think they had some kind of economy system uh, right? there is an economy system in it. i can't yeah. remember what it is though and then like chain chain wearing an outfit scratch that wearing an outfit of the opposite gender gets an achievement um nice. but uh but yeah there's it's I'll it's a, that for free <laughs> <laughs> it's a super fun game like i said very chill there there could be an issue Actually, I take that back. This is updated since uh, I last looked earlier today. It looks like some people have gotten the only achievements that were previously not unlocked by anybody. So unless they're cheaters, dirty, dirty cheaters, then they are legit. Uh, and that was for donating um, all the shells and don't. And then so the shells don't repopulate as often as bugs and fish, obviously, because they only wash up every so often. I haven't quite figured out the timing of that. But then there's an achievement for donating every collectible. 
So it's kind of like a unlock the rest of the achievement. So like two people have unlocked that since I've last looked and two people have unlocked the donate all the shells. So essentially in theory, they go hand in hand since that's going to be the last one you get. And now all this could come down to RNG, whether you get the correct fish and bugs and shells show up in order to donate them. Uh, so it could take you a long time to complete it, but I think you're going to have fun doing it. And like I said, the front end, you do that grind for money and leveling. And then the back end is a daily, a daily thing, which I assume is pretty much everybody's animal crossing experience, right? You go in, you clean up the Island, do your chores. Yep. Yep. Is it like animal crossing where you put, exa- uh, it goes according to real time. And yep. stuff like that. Yep. Everything. And are there holiday Actually, events? I don't know about holiday events. So there's daily login rewards and they, right now there is a, I'll take it back. There is a summer event going on right now. There's summer items. So, uh, there's probably going to be uh, special items that come across. Do you have like your own house and you can decorate it like Animal Crossing? Yeah, there's no achievements for decorating, but decorating is obviously a big part of this game. Feng Shui! I, I didn't do any of it because um, I didn't have to, and I that's not really my thing in Animal Crossing anyways, but uh, you can do that. Um, they So this is a, a mobile port. And they did a really good job of porting it and taking away the microtransaction piece of it. You can obviously see where that is with the real-time timers that they give you. But those really only exist when you uh, water stuff and plant crops. And even the buildings that you have to rebuild, like I mentioned, only take two minutes. So they're not they're not bad. Uh, I'm going to give a quick pro tips for this game if you do plan on starting it. Uh, you have inventory, which is... On, you have inventory, which is always you know on your person, and you have storage. If that starts to, if your inventory starts to overfill, it'll go automatically to storage. Uh, storage can be found in your house. It didn't tell me that, but it took. I did eventually find it. Um, when you catching all the bugs and the fish, you do need to donate them for achievements, and you don't unlock the museum until another sub island. So don't sell those, even though some of the prices are good, because who knows when you might find that certain bug or fish or shell again stocks obviously buy low sell high there's an achievement for getting 5,000 currency profit once i log in today i should get that it's they that's fairly easy to understand fruit equals money some of the fruit is really expensive so that you can get your currency and your money up that way but when you start the game don't sell the fruit but you bury the fruit, grow the trees, and then you get a f- that same fruit every uh, hour it takes to, to rewater that that tree. And I will say you start out with apples, and the first island has bananas. Bananas are worth a ton of money in the beginning. But as soon as I got access to the ackee berry, I think is how you say it, they gave me twice as much. And I ended up planting like 17 of those trees. I had my little line. I would harvest them. And... I would get so much money that I don't even know what to do with it anymore. And then the possible biggest tip I have is all of this crop planting that you're doing and you do the water and you have to wait for it before you can either water it again or uh, actually harvest it. Do it right before you level up. You see your level on the bottom left and you know if you're about to level up. As soon as you level up, all timers are complete. So you can get double harvest that way and get a lot of money super quick oh that's cool 
So, yeah. The only the only negatives I have about the game are the tile selection is tricky at times. You kind of kind of go back out of the area and come back in and then the the small grind I talked about. Uh but overall, two thumbs up for me. Right on. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like right now probably by the time our podcast airs, it's going to be it's won't be on sale, but right now it's on sale for 11.04. Is that what it shows? Yeah, there was a launch day discount, yep. so that that has to only have hours left. Yeah, otherwise it would then go up to twelve ninety nine. So, yeah, two dollars ish more. Not too much of a discount. Yeah, even even if if you like this type of game, I would say that that price is probably worth it. Um, I st- I don't know why people do that. I think just put it down to ten. You know, it makes it an easier buy for a lot of people. But you know, whatever. It's still a decent price. You know what you're getting into. Uh, if you do really want to check it out and you don't want to spend money, download the mobile version and just kind of get a, you know, a taste of the game. By any chance, do they connect? They do not. And that's only because on the mobile version, you can obviously pay to get currency and you can pay for what they call VIP status. Uh, in the console version, you get VIP status as soon as you hit level 15 right now. And when I did that, they gave me a bunch of stuff and it's, I could sell it for a lot of money or uh, keep it, and it's like fancy decorations and whatnot. And everything was a little bit cheaper once you hit VIP status. So, uh, but yeah, no, they don't transfer across platforms. Only question I have left is, what are the graphics like? I noticed this is ID at Xbox. So is it like a sprites, or is it look just like so Animal Crossing? <laughs> So think Animal Crossing, but more boxy. So not as boxy as like Pokemon Quest, but not as smooth as Animal Crossing. Okay. Interesting art style. It's cute. It's a cute game. So. Dow. You guys have anything you want to add to it? No, I don't. I'm going to check it out, though. It sounds interesting. I haven't played Animal Crossing in forever. I actually enjoyed the original Animal Crossing on the GameCube quite a bit. And if you want to feel old, that came out, I think, in like 2001. So I believe I'm going to check it out as well. My son will probably enjoy it a lot. Does it have like good music? Because Animal Crossing had, had great music. Yeah, the, it's like, you know, real ambient type music. Kind of the background's always playing. And it's not bad. I don't remember. I didn't turn it off. If That's, that's a good answer. Yeah, this stuff is something I'm going to check out. Animal Crossing is one of two Nintendo properties that I, I really like, so... Yeah, that's definitely going to be a a buy for me. All right. And with that, I think that about does it for the show. Thanks again for listening, guys. If you want to contact us, be sure to join our Discord, discord.me forward slash TAH101. All of us are always on chatting about whatever happens to pop up. If you need any help with achievements, that's a great place to ask for help. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Achievements101. We do a ton of contests in which you can win some free games by following us there. And we also do more contests in our Discord. You can check out the Welcome Channel for the Welcome and Announcement channels for those contests. And if you want to hear your, your milestones heard, be sure to send each of us a friend request on TA. That way we can be sure to see them and we can mention them on air. And lastly, if you have any questions, comments, or topics you want us to talk about, send us a message. Best place to get a hold of us is Discord or by using our Google Docs community sheet 
Link will be in the show, no show notes and will be in the welcome channel on our Discord. Talk to you guys next week. See you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. A very sequential segment with Matriarch and Del Royal MJ. This week on a very sequential segment, we focus on all things that make you warm and fuzzy inside. Not only do you get the joy of hearing the bleep bloop and knowing that your gamer score is being massaged, but you also get that rush of happiness wash over you from having done such happy, happy, joy, joy tasks. This is the top five most ooey gooey, make your heart melt, feel good achievements list. But first... It's time for some pleasantries. Joining me today is the individual who is tied for number 273rd on Xbox 360 Aerial Games. She is Matriarch. Oh, thank you, as always, Elroy. Uh, oh, you absolutely. Did you happen to catch who I'm tied with? Uh, ooh. No, because I'm going to have to find their house and toss their Xbox out a window. Uh, oh wait, and then it'll and then it'll fly because Ariel. Oh, oh so clever! <laughs> but we're, this is supposed to be like a lightened mood achievement list, right? Because we've kind of been, oh yes. you know, a little down. So you, I, th I think what you meant was you're going to go over to their house and shake their hands, and say "Great job," right. and then I'm going to help them take over 273rd by themselves, and then next <laughs> week I'll take it back over. Like so. And it looks like uh, by next week, we uh, might be discussing you're going to be hitting an achievement streak milestone. You have, uh, yeah, about six days to go before you have spent one full year earning an achievement a day. <laughs> for real? I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, because I got to make awesome. sure I'm looking for these two. And that was a real easy one to pick up. So August uh, 7th, it looks like. Uh, August, nice. Yeah, August 7th of 2017. It's been a oh, year wow. worth of an achievement a day. Wow, you made my, made my night. Yeah, so maybe I, next... I Next week we'll, we'll get have a little something, something. Yeah, we'll get a little uh, monologue on your 365 day. Oh, oh, you know I like to reflect. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. Oh, right on. Well, uh, M, do we have any uh, feedback this week? We do have feedback, and uh, this oh. week it comes to us from no other than Tommy. 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 Uh, he stated that he likes beef, and in oh. particular beef farming, and that Elroy oh. could be wrong. Uh, regarding his discussion around Farming Simulator 2015 and the difference between a farm and a ranch, which is actually something I also didn't know. So do you have any thoughts on beef farming and beef ranching, Elroy? Oh, oh me. Well, Tommy, I'm sure that you will find that this is uh, not a giant, wait for it, mistake. Uh. <laughs> so, according to the Bing, not the Google, because obviously you don't get any uh, Microsoft points for using the Google, whereas you do for using the Bing, a farm primarily grows crops. 
Whereas a ranch is an extensive operation with primarily animals. So a, quotations, cattle farm really is a term that some people associate with raising crops for cattle with cattle on the same place. Most producers don't even call their farms with cattle on them cattle farms. That's more of an urban term by those who don't quite understand the jargon there, City Slicker Tommy, that a lot of farmers and ranchers have describing their operations. So, Tommy, sorry if you struggle with the cow jargon, but fortunately I'm here for you. Let me give you some cow knowledge. Do you know why cows have hooves? They lactose. Do you know what they call male cattle that are sleeping? Bulldozers. Oh, man. (laughs) And finally, when you are running ranch operations and you have to count how many cows you have, Tommy, do you know what to use? A calculator. Tommy, a calculator. Thanks for the feedback, Tommy. All right. Um, well, I suppose we'll just move along from that particular line of thinking. I actually have one for you, uh, Elroy. Are you ready for it? Oh, I'm so ready. Because it's going to lead me into our list for this week. Um, do you know what they call a bear with no teeth? A gummy bear. because he's got ghosts right exactly and do you know where you (laughs) might see a bear whether they have teeth or not oh i know this one go ahead their favorite place in the world the mall (laughs) (laughs) um that wasn't where i was going um although a mall is sort of like a zoo for people right i'm really stretching but uh my answer was a zoo you can see oh, bears yeah. at zoos, and that's that a sense. good place for a toothless bear to be because it doesn't have to worry about the wild. Um, and that leads me into talking about the first game I'm going to talk about this week. So leading off with our honorable mention, I'm going to go ahead and talk a little bit about Zoo Tycoon. Do you have any experience with Zoo Tycoon? I think I played it, oh, Lord, about 20 years ago or so. I don't know. <laughs> I remember I remember it was like a Yeti and uh, that it was like a cheat code for Yeti and I hadn't touched it since. All right. Well, yep. Zoo Tycoon launched with the Xbox One so and it's been uh, launched again with, I think, One X Ultimate Edition. I'm not 100% sure. I should have researched. Um, but as you may guess, given our theme for this week, animals are going to feature pretty prominently because, you know. They're so cute. They're so cute. Exactly. Um, and... As even all types of animals are found to be adorable, right? We're not just talking about our dogs and our cats. We're talking about apex predators here, right? Because who who hasn't gone on Facebook and seen a video of a hippo trying to swim out of a little pond and gone, oh, that hippo's so cute. I mean, it's a massive animal that can run you over very easily. We still oh, yes. find them super cute. Yeah, you see uh, bears playing patty cake and all that Absolutely. good stuff. And bears, yeah. bears in particular have always been a hit with people, right? We have Winnie the Pooh and Jungle Book and whatever other Disney franchise we want to mention today. You, you have teddy bears as well. Absolutely. Thank you, Theodore Roosevelt. So. Say, uh, that's actually an interesting, uh, I heard a, I think it was a TED Talk or something about the Not a teddy bear and, talk. Yes, yes. Talk. It was, yeah. That's, okay. I think that's what I heard when I was a young <laughs> boy. But uh, this is like a TED talk about teddy bears and apparently there's a pretty gruesome origin story to it where uh yeah like 
Theodore Roosevelt had a bear tied to a tree or someone tied it there for him and he was going to shoot and he's like, oh, I can't shoot that thing. And, and so that's where, you know, he was shown as this merciful person and then teddy bears came out of it. Of course, the dark side is that he didn't shoot the bear, but he didn't release it either because it was so scraggly and ugly and oh. it was like malnourished by the time he got to it. So instead he gutted it with a knife. Well, um... But that has no place on this uh, week's. Uh, <laughs> Thank you for so the education. For, so uh, scratch that. But let's let's return to Zoo Tycoon <laughs> and let's talk a little oh, bit yes. about Zoo Tycoon. Oh, um, sure, sure. So Zoo Tycoon tasks you with running your very own zoo, and that zoo is full of all the animals that you might expect. So lions yeah. and tigers and bears. Oh, poop. <laughs> yes, poop. You clean a lot of poop in the game. That's a big part of it. And there's an achievement for cleaning up 10,000 pieces. But that's not adorable. That's just the business of being a zookeeper. It doesn't look like the little emojis on the screen. I don't know if those emojis were quite a thing yet. But, you oh, know, we could sense. retcon it a little bit. We put <laughs> eyes on all those things. Yeah. So we're not making light of what zookeepers do, right? They engage in very, very difficult work with very dangerous animals. But mm. I can't be the only person who's ever looked at a lion with a zookeeper and thought, man, that mane is probably really fluffy. That would be a nice moment to sit there and give that a, just just touch the mane of a lion. I know it would be incredibly <laughs> dangerous, but it would be cute, right? So sure, sure. you can't really pet the animals in Zoo Tycoon, but you can do other things that allow you to interact with them that make them happy. Like you can spray them with water or you can feed them from a feeding station. But, wait, wait, wait. Mm? You, you spray them with water? I, I know my cats don't like that. <laughs> well, elephants apparently really do. They, they, and, <laughs> okay. and they're adorable. You spray them with water and they're playing around in there until they're ready to be done with you. It's great. Oh. But So the whole game has a lot of this going on. But there was one achievement in particular that I felt was the most awe-worthy one in the game. And that achievement was Animal Lever, which you get for making an animal completely happy. And let's, let's be realistic, right? What gives, there's nothing that gives you a better sense of being happy and warm inside than looking at your lemur enclosure and knowing that they are enshrined in a rather small bubble of complete happiness. (laughs) Well, you know, speaking of being warm inside, have you seen that uh, YouTube video of that guy that's a zookeeper and the elephant sits on his head and his head literally goes up into the rectum of the elephant? (laughs) No. <laughs> oh, you got to look it up. Uh, it's, well, it's um, pretty good. Yeah, I'll be in a pretty but, good but, mood once we hit number one on this list, I'm sure. So as soon <laughs> oh, yeah, as we're good. done, continue, continue. we will get to that. But let me kick it over to you for number five on this week's list. You know, feel free to go look it up while I'm talking. Yeah. Okay. I want to <laughs> laugh while you're uh, chatting about something that isn't what you're saying. But I promise after I'll give it oh, Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so um, number five, number five, day at the beach. Hmm. Do you love movies? Holding hands and long walks on the beach? Do these things stir something inside of you that causes you to swipe left or right? Emma, are you active on those dating sites? No. Uh, No, Which way way is it that you swipe? I think there's one way to keep and one way to not keep, right? So you swipe both. Right. Oh, oh, okay. I think. I could be, uh, just to show how out of touch we are. Maybe it's cute to somebody that we're clearly such old people. (laughs) I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll be honest. I haven't been on the dating scene in over 20 years. About the same time I was playing Zoo Tycoon. So um, I wouldn't even know where to start. Just pick one. That'd probably be a pretty funny game, though, what we think happens on those (laughs) booty call apps and what actually does happen. But, uh, yeah, so let's say you swipe 
I'm going to go left. Okay. What? All right. You have a 50-50 shot. I do. And I'm sure someone will leave feedback about this. Yes. And we may address it next time. Absolutely. All right. So, well, the good news is that all these things, you know, movies, holding hands, long walks on the beach, those are available on Connect Sesame Street TV DVD's Amazing Adventure. One achievement in particular stands out amongst the others, and it is the achievement called Day at the Beach. The description is, touch all the fun beach stuff in Elmo's World Beach. Now, I have played this game. I went to the beach, and I hung out with Elmo, and it was crazy. <laughs> One moment I'm standing there, you know, off the connect sensor showing me, and the next... I'm standing at a slant on a bodyboard. Oh, what's this? Am I surfing? Oh, hang ten. Gnarly dude. I'm trying to talk like Tommy. Anyway, I am. All right, so I'm normal size. No, wait. Now I'm shrunk. What's this? I'm in a sandcastle. What? So how could this get more fun? At some point, there's a bucket. There's a ball. Mm -hmm. And there's a tube. You know, like inner tube. Yeah. And they all appear on the screen. And you mosey on over to it, you put your hand on it, and you touch it. Fun! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> now, right now, I, I took a look, and only one community member who I listed as a friend, and I again, my TA friend list is kind of sparse, but anyway, only one friend that I have has had this much fun. Would you like to guess who it is? Um... No, why don't you just tell me? Don't keep us in suspense. I'm sorry. It's the king of fun himself, Big L. Oh. He's been to the beach. Now, Exprovos, he mentioned that he has the game, but I'm not quite sure why he hasn't gotten this achievement. We talked about it about a few weeks ago. I have the game, and I played the stage, as as I told you. However, I knew that once I finished getting this achievement, that... It would be, you know, very unlikely that I would ever return to the beach, and thus, the fun would end. And so, for that reason, and because I actually missed touching something, Dagnabbit, but <laughs> for that reason, I wanted to leave it open on my tag, so I would have a good reason to go back and have more fun. Now, speaking of which, M, did you see that news article about the kid in Florida? Um, there's so many articles about kids in Florida. You want (laughs) to narrow it down just a touch for me? Yeah, well, he went to the beach. He didn't go with Elmo, and he didn't have so much fun. But what he did get was a hookworm infection. Now, are you familiar with hookworm? I, uh, just as a thing you don't want to have be a part of your existence. Yeah, well, hookworm, it burrows into the skin and uh, causes a red and itchy reaction that can last for weeks until the larvae, they die, and then... In rare cases, they can inflame the intestine. This is all according to the CDC. So, kid goes down, is on the beach, and he got the parasite in his legs and his feet. And uh, you should bing it. Again, not to Google it, yeah. but you should bing it. Yeah, some graphic images. You wouldn't believe some hookworm would do this. But actually, he wasn't alone. They, there was a whole bunch of them went to the beach. I'm assuming some kind of youth group. And six out of the, six out of the 17 kids went to the beach. They got it. But apparently he got it the worst because he did the whole thing, you know, where you're on the beach and you're like, "Ooh, I'm going to bury you in sand. And so he uh, he like buried, you know, got buried in the sand. And that's when the hookworms all like infested his body. But mm. anyway, yeah, a day at the beach available on Sesame Street's TV DVD. Go f- 
touch all the fun stuff at the beach and just don't touch the hookworms. Fun! Not sure what ooey-gooey feeling we're going for anymore with this list, but we'll just plow ahead. <laughs> just... That's fun! fun. <laughs> sure is. Good nothing times. says fun like avoiding hookworm. It's well, what yes. I do on my weekends. And I've been successful <laughs> so far every weekend hey. of my life. Winning. <laughs> so number four, I'm going to talk just a little bit, very briefly, about the finally together achievement in, I believe it's pronounced Elo Milo, although I've heard people pronounce it Ilo Milo. Uh, you familiar with this one at all? I'm always curious what you have played because I pick so many non-easy 1K games. Not sure. Is that the like a skating game or something? That's Ollie Ollie. Although I understand ah. why you might confuse the two. Very All similar. Those vowels. Yeah, and, and I's yeah, and L's. Yeah, and... Repetition. Yeah, so Elo Milo is a this adorable little game. Came out on the Xbox Live Arcade back in 2011. It was developed in the lovely country of Sweden. Hey, you're welcome to the Veckans Snubbies with Vaka Pale. Wait. That's not right. Well, it is technically correct, just not understandable to most of you. Let's try that again. Hello and welcome to the Quickie of the Week with Waka Pale. This week's pick is Evolve, which has 1,250 gamer score worth almost 5,900 TA. This game has frequently been on sale and was Games for Gold back in March 2017. Evolve is an asymmetrical five-player multiplayer game that features four humanoid alien monsters hunting down a local poor lonely apex predator. While five people is the optimal number for this game, most of the game's achievements are obtainable playing by yourself against bots. Speaking of obtainable, some of the game's online services will close on the 3rd of September, so you might want to get the handful of achievements that might get discontinued before it is too late. I say might because it's not yet certain if any of the achievements will be discontinued, even if some are suspected to. While the completion is estimated to 100 hours, the early game offers plenty of fast high ratio TA. I recommend going for the tutorial achievements to begin with to make things easier. You might even try to go for the gold times. They are difficult, so if you are struggling, you can skip those. When starting matches, make sure you give yourself as much of an advantage as possible in the match options. After learning how to play, go for the 25 wins in the arena mode. While racking up the wins, take a look at the achievement list and try to go for different miscellaneous achievements every game. Not all of them are unlockable in the arena mode, but most of them are. If you take a break, you can start the credits and let it roll for 22 minutes to unlock an achievement. Try to go for the title update achievements when you are going for the 25 arena wins. After that you can go through the campaign mode called evacuation as a monster without dying. I've spent 4 hours in this game with very little preparation before starting it and also watching the 22 minute credits. During that time I got 27 achievements worth 565 gamer score and 2020 TA. I'm sure most of you are capable of outscoring me in that time. While Evolve is an estimated 100 hour completion, you can get a TA rate of around 
500 an hour during the first four hours. Oops, have to go. I have some stupid Vikings attacking my Varl. Um, anyway, it was developed by South End Interactive, and they're now part of Ubisoft's massive entertainment. So sadly, we probably won't see any more from the adventures of Elo Milo. But the game features these two friends. Can you guess what they're called? What their names might be? Ollie and Wally? Ah, oh, so close. <laughs> so close. They're Elo and Milo. Oh, Isn't that man. awesome? That's amazing. Yeah, so Elo and Milo, they're these two great friends who long to never, ever, ever be apart, but yet somehow they get together every day and wind up waking up the next day further and further apart from each other. And the player has to manage to get them back together by manipulating the game field. So you turn the puzzles like up and down and sideways and try to walk them to each other. So they eventually meet in the middle and every stage is a melt your heart moment because at every stage they meet and they're happy to see each other. But then your heart breaks again because the next day you're in an even more difficult stage and now you're getting a headache trying to solve (laughs) how to get them back together. So you go through... Is this is this game worth a whole 200 points? I thought so back when 200 points was the norm for Xbox Live Arcade games. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I would say to It's a really uh-huh. lovely little game. Like it's uh it actually the achievement I'm talking about say the finally together achievement is the achievement you get for finally reuniting them uh, allegedly forever and we have nothing to counter that because the studio's not here anymore. So I'm going to pretend they never ever break apart again. And it just melts hmm. your heart to see them together because it's it's just wonderful. And the if the game had a 1000G version, Elroy would tell mm-hmm. you to be all over it. But regrettably, it's just <laughs> not going to happen. Uh, however, if if you play the game and at the end of this, where you only need to actually play 25 of the game's 40-some levels to get it, so it's good for that reason too. If you really loved it, it actually also came out on Windows and Windows Phone. So you can reunite mm-hmm. them all over again and again. Wow. Do you get uh, achievement points for doing that on your phone? Uh, oh, yeah. Well, Windows phone, though. You, you would need to have oh, yeah, one of those bad boys. I do. Oh, well, hmm. there you go. Nothing's stopping you. Man, you can get 600 whole, points out of forever. this game if you do it all three times. <laughs> yeah, you said you turn it left, right, and get them together. Well, I fire up an ACA game, and I turn it left, and I get 1,000. So there you go. That's true. I, I can't argue that point. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Number three. Look at my horse. My horse is amazing. Why is my horse so amazing? That is because it's a freaking unicorn. What? The game is, yeah, <laughs> Night Squad. The achievement is Ride the Rainbow. The description, unicorns are the best, right? Secret. Well, it isn't a secret. I guess it was a secret achievement, but unicorns and rainbows lands it at number three on the ooey gooey feel good list. Now, if only we could find a way to get like a, a kitten licking a lollipop while riding on top of the unicorn, oh. but let's not. That's get too much. Too greedy. That's yeah, too let's much. not get too, too greedy. Yeah. Yeah. So, this achievement is worth the most of any on my list and clocks in at a whopping 100 points. Whoa. Yeah, that makes your gamer score happier than pig and poop. <laughs> now, to get the achievement, you run around the screen getting various power-ups, guns, weapons, you know, the usual stuff. But what you are looking for is the horse power-up. And you will have to grab it not once, but 
twice. Doing so unleashes the unicorn. And then you just make a kill like you normally would and bada bing, bada boom, bleep bloop, you got it unlocked. Thus, double horse, not double rainbow. That's something completely different. <laughs> Get the unicorn and ride the double rainbow all the way across the sky. It's so fresh. It is a rather easy pop. The TA ratio is 1.7, and community members other than myself to play Night Squad and have this one include Chin, X, Professor Pluto, L, and Fug. Again, if I didn't mention, you know, you, if I didn't mention you and you have it, send me a friend request on TA. So next time my name drop, you'll be included. However, if you are new to Night Squad or are otherwise not very competent at Night Squad, they offer assistance for you. It's called Night School. Oh. Fun! Are we not friends on TA? <laughs> it's very possible. Because I've completed this game too. <laughs> and and you neglected to mention me, and I'm... I'm... Uh, wait, we should get that remedy before next episode, how about? All right. No, all good, all good. <laughs> All right, well, we're riding the rainbow right into number two. And num- <laughs> so um, this connect seems to, or this connect, pardon me, this list seems to feature a lot of connect or better with connect titles. And that's probably no surprise because they were aimed at a little bit more of the odd audience, you know. Yeah, um, but do you know what's more adorable than animals? Seeing animals fail at completely simple tasks. Right, like YouTube videos, right? We like to watch videos of a dog trying to clamber out of a pool and it falls back in, or an elephant trying to get up from a muddy pit, but it just can't manage. People or love sitting on or sitting on a zookeeper's head. <laughs> yes, and partially for the elephant, partially for the zookeeper. Um, so, if you're unfamiliar with Connectimals, uh, Connectimals is a game that tasks you with raising an adorable cub right from the beginning. There's just adorableness everywhere. You choose the cub, and then you get the cub to perform all sorts of menial tasks that are, in theory, for the benefit of the cub, but are really in the benefit for the trainer who's trying to earn their gamer score. As with many Kinect games, it's just loaded with these incredibly easy achievements you can get that are worth a ton of TA, because people didn't play Kinect games beyond just waving high. So any achievement in Connectables can really be thought to be adorable. Like... There's one called Furrenship Bracelet, which just is a great name, right? Furrenship Bracelet. Oh, I see. I see what. Yeah, and 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 it's for buying a pendant in your friend's store. Furrenship Bracelet. It's adorable. And then you get to bling out your pet, your pet tiger, or whatever apex predator cub you've picked, and it just (laughs) it looks great. Or there's another achievement called Then There Were Two for meeting the first animal you unlock in the game, so you get double the awe because you have your pet and another one. So it's awesome. But the question then is which achievement draws the most awes out of this veritable tour da force? <laughs> Sorry, I was drinking there. That was <laughs> so the achievement I went with was Claptastic, which probably doesn't sound like it would be the top of the top, but let me explain why. I always try to stay away from the clap. <laughs> and I recommend you do. But in this case, and, and, and clap and hookworms. We're, we're an educational program this week. We've learned about teddy bears the hookworm and we're not going to tell you why you should stay away from the clap because you should probably know but if you don't just stay away from it but claptastic you (laughs) should totally go for and this is because nothing 
and I mean nothing, is more enjoyable than watching one of the most powerful and graceful animals on the planet try and fail at performing a simple task. Hmm. Do you have any idea what the task may be? Hmm. Playing an ACA game? Oh, so close, but he only got a 940, <laughs> so they had to kick him out of the zoo. Oh, I hate those. That's tough life. No, it's for clapping. Oh. You get the animal to stand up on his or her hind legs and clap his little paws in front of you, and it's absolutely precious. It oh. is just wonderful just to watch. My heart. And, yeah. and there is nothing better than having to play this on the connect where the dodgy tracking will make you have to do it over and over <laughs> and over again just separate your ah annoyance with the fact that this is just <laughs> the most adorable thing you've ever seen watch him fall watch him fail you're failing too but it's cute it's okay and eventually you'll get this achievement done too and it'll be worth that 10 gamer score and that 37 true <laughs> achievements points wow 10 old gamer score man, <laughs> man. Yeah, sign me up. Number one. Yeah. yeah. Do you know the number to a good veterinarian? Uh, I could Google. Uh, no, Bing one for you. Because these puppies are sick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Flexing again. Okay. Right. I wasn't sure if no. you were flexing or pretending to be sick. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, man. All right. Seriously, though, what is better than one puppy in a box? What could be better? 50 puppies in a box. What? It def yeah, it definitely 50? beats having one puppy. Yeah, it definitely beats having one puppy in 50 boxes. Puppies! <laughs> More puppies! So, Barbie and her sister's puppy rescue. I shared your dilemma as that you had in your uh, connectimals, which is which one of these is the best. But anyway, if you're not unfamiliar with this game, it was the feel-good puppy romp of the year. As long as that year is 2015, but it's a timeless classic. And it actually still holds up its retail value. Uh, a copy of this game, I it's been pulled from the digital store, and I was interested in playing this. Like for reals, and uh, it still retails for over twenty dollars. Uh, Xbox wow. 360, yes. And so uh, there are several achievements with the game that could have earned a spot on this list. So you have one that is called "I Dubbed the Puppy" Aww. for yeah for naming a puppy, Aww. or you have "Puppy Whisperer" for earning the trust of a puppy in hiding, or the "Ton of Fun" achievement. For rescuing 25 puppies. But I had to really put some serious thought in this. And I decided to go with Perfect Match. For finding the perfect home for a puppy. So, to get this achievement, you must rescue your second puppy. I guess you couldn't find a perfect match for the first puppy. I haven't played it yet. but <laughs> Or maybe you learned a valuable lesson about the adoption strategies. But... Once you have it fully trained and groomed, it will graduate from Puppy University, which is not Puppy College. M, know the difference between college and the university? Um, I would love to. I, I went to a university, so I probably should know the difference because there was a Buffalo State College and a Buffalo or University at Buffalo. So um, oh. enlighten me. What What is the difference huh. between the two? Well, I have a similar experience. I went to Graceland College. I know the 
the humor is there because I ended up living in Memphis, but it's actually in Iowa. But I was the last graduating class of Graceland College, and my wife was the first graduating class from Graceland University. So we have our diplomas hanging up side by side, and it looks like it's a make-believe thing that, you know, the person that forged them couldn't even get it right. You know, one time it's college, one time it's university. But anyway, so a university is... Uh, a larger entity, it is made up of a collection of colleges. So, for oh. example, if you went to the university, you would have the College of Education, the College of Business, the College of this and that. And whereas in the college, you don't have that. It's just one college, just okay. smaller scale. That so that makes all sorts of sense. I, I learned so much today. I <laughs> This has been great. Right. We're going to turn this into a TED Talk once we're done. <laughs> That's right. Talk about hookwork. <laughs> so, once this puppy has graduated... It is adopted out to some characters in the game, and bleep bloop, you rescued a puppy. 50 points and a big smile on your face knowing that you established a special bond between an electronic puppy and some lonely AI. Now, this achievement, I think, struck a special chord for me because I recently adopted a puppy five months ago. Aww. And her, na- yeah, her name is Giggle Pig. Such a so, great name. I know. One of my students was unloading her pups. And one of my dogs is older than Methuselah, so <laughs> I figured that I would, you know, get a new one to start training. You know, the the other one I got three right now, so I mm-hmm. figured the middle child would be able to train the young one. You know, Giggle Pig, and uh, and you know, get the process kind of started to take over and such and so forth. So I got her when she's five pounds, and now she's over forty-five pounds. Oh goodness! Yes, five months, and so she's literally growing eight pounds a month. And let me tell you something, Barbie. Finding a perfect home for a puppy (laughs) is no easy, no easy task because I'm mowing out front and Giggle Pig stays in the backyard and I'm mowing the yard and all of a sudden, oh, well, hey, there's Giggle Pig. Well, that's interesting. How did Giggle Pig get there? Well, I've never owned a Boxweiler before. That's what Giggle Pig is. She's, yeah, part boxer, part, part Roddy. And so... Um, apparently boxers are very proficient jumpers. I did not know this. And so, um, I put her in the backyard and then I start mowing again and well, <laughs> I be, there's, there's Giggle Pig again. <laughs> and so I'm just like, I'm dumbfounded. I'm like, oh, how does Giggle Pig keep doing this? And so I put her in the backyard again and I'm starting to look around like, okay, well, let's see how Giggle Pig's doing this. And so I'm looking kind of down low, looking for like a hole. She's a loose part of the fence. And all of a sudden, here she comes bounding over top of the six-foot <laughs> fence. I'm like, the hell? And <laughs> and so Giggle Pig comes running up. And, you know, at this point, it's a game. And I'm like, I, I would have never believed it. And wow. so, yeah. And so, I, of course, you know, send this off to my wife. She can't believe it either. And so we've been battling this never, ever since. How do you protect a, a back fence at six feet? from a dog that can jump a six-foot fence. So I uh, we're still struggling. It, the struggle's real. I it is bad. I had no idea that they were that capable of jumping. Yeah. Oh, oh, and so we're like, we're like, well, is Giggle Pig just super dog, or what, what's going <laughs> on here? Maybe Barbie knows more about this than I do, but I, I get on YouTube, and, and uh, I, I Google boxer jump, and you would be amazed how many videos are on YouTube of it's called boxer jump six foot fence. It's worded in about 20, 20 different ways. And everybody's just dumbfounded that their dog can jump a six foot fence. I wouldn't have believed it. I hadn't seen it. And so 
keep in mind, I mean, she's still a puppy, and I'm like, oh, this is not good. <laughs> so I'm guessing that Barbie would have not got the, or I, no one would have got the achievement if Barbie had sent Giggle Pig home with me, because apparently a perfect match for Giggle Pig is a home that has a 12-foot fence all around the yard and, like, concrete reinforced pylons beneath the fence, because, you know, she likes to dig, too, <laughs> and nothing of value in sight, including fiber optic internet cable, just saying. Uh, that was a very <laughs> bad weekend where I lost connection. And but regardless of it all, I love the little booger, and I can't imagine a better home than mine. And that's why Giggles and I, and 100% endorse Barbie and her sisters' puppy rescue perfect match as the number one entry on the top five most ooey gooey, make your heart melt, feel good achievements list. Amazing, amazing. And I hope we've helped melt some hearts <laughs> today, and that you're all feeling a little happier going into this week. Uh, as yes, always, sir. if you want to reach out to either of us, you can find me at uh, Maytrark at just about anything and Elroy OMJ at just about anything as well. If you have any commentary or feedback or a hook minus the worm for a future list, please let <laughs> us know. We are always happy to hear from you. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks again for everyone for listening. We hope again that we warmed your heart, put your smile on your face, and uh, also while informing you of the dangers of hookworm. With that... Let the countdown to our next list begin. 